Hey, Rav Judah here with Bava Kama, Perak Bet, Mishnah Dalet. Our Mishnah continues with the notion of some of the differences between Tom and Muad and what happens, Tom being the uh, kind of animal that, that causes damage or, or anything causes damage that is uh, not necessarily to be expected, Muad being that which is to be expected and therefore one has a higher level of responsibility for it. Ezehu Tom ve Ezehu Muad. So what makes something Tom or what makes it Muad? Muad kol idubo uh, muad is any time that that a, uh, an animal has done something, let's say, three days in a row. Uh, if it has, an ox has gored, you know, attacked with its horns, three days in a row. Uh, a dog has bitten, three days in a row. These are things that, if they happen regularly, then it becomes a new status. The animal is now muad, the animal is now something that is, is known to engage in this behavior. Vitam, mishiyachser bo Tam, the sort of simple state, the one where you're not necessarily expected to have expected this sort of behavior, is is when three days go by and it hasn't done that. All of this is Diva Rabbi Yehuda. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. It's three days or three days in a row. Either way, establishes a pattern. Rabbi Meir Omer, Rabbi Meir says, Rabbi Meir says it's any time that the animal has been uh, testified about having done something three times, not necessarily three times in a row, that the animal has three times in the last six months uh, attacked in this particular, uh, you know, somewhat unusual way, like goring or something like that. So if we have three times that it's been tested, about it is now a, a violent ox, for example. Vitam, how do you get out of that if it's not three times in a row, but rather three times over time? Uh, so, how does one get out of that? Vitam, so it's an animal that basically children are allowed to touch it, and uh, it doesn't gore. It doesn't have to be goring with an ox. Again, let's say uh, a golden retriever may not be uh, muad. It could be that a um, a pit bull is muad to bite. Everybody, you know, pit bulls tend to be uh, more attack oriented dogs, from what I understand. But a golden retriever might not. But here and there, somebody has a nice looking golden retriever that tends to bite. And so if it's bitten three times, then it's now muad for biting. The owners are now more responsible to take care to make sure that it doesn't bite. However. If uh, the dog has gone to dog reform school and has uh, mended its ways, and now small children are allowed to play with it, and it doesn't bite them, so after you see the children can play with it and it's not a problem, the the uh, dog is now considered to be Tom. It's no longer considered to be a, a violent dog, and, and the owners are not nearly as responsible. Um, while we're on this somewhat shorter mission, I just want to take a moment to throw in something that uh, in the whole topic of Tom and Muad is worth knowing about, uh, which is a classic machloket of Rav Papa and Rav Hunam Brady Rav Yeshua about what the payment of Tom is. We know that Muad can pay full damages uh, on the person's property. You know, if the, if the ox went in and gored somebody on their in their home or in their in their yard, so uh, pays full damages. But we said that Muad, that Tom, if it's not necessarily expected, you pay half damages. Rav Papa and Rav Huna have this classic machloket about what the nature of that half damages is. Uh, Rav Papa says that really it should be that... Um, uh, it it should be that uh, um, that the uh, the payment is really a full payment. In other words, person really should be paying out the entire value of the damages, but that the uh, halacha went light on the person because what do you really want from them? They couldn't totally expect this. This wasn't a fully uh, expectable attack. It's not the normal behavior. It's Ferdinand, the very gentle bull. Uh, so uh, it's my nice my nice dog. So therefore, the Torah cut you some slack, and even though you should really have to pay full damages, you only have to pay half. Rav Huna Brady, Rav Yoshua, takes a different approach. He says, really, you shouldn't have to pay anything because it's not really expected, but rather this is a fine. Because we don't want you 
you to go around and just feel totally free to not really take proper care of your animal to make sure it doesn't hurt other people or damage their property. Therefore, uh, even though you really shouldn't have to pay anything, we're gonna have to we're gonna make you pay half. You have to contribute here. That'll just keep you on top of your animal. You know, walking through the marketplace that. And shouldn't eat other people's stuff or attack them. Um, it's a fundamental difference because a corner of Papa, it's really, it's, it's Mamano. This is damages, right? This is Nezek that's being paid. And a corner of Huna, it's Knas. It's a fine. Uh, the difference being there are all kinds of nafkaminas between, uh, you know, practical differences between uh, the two positions. Just one for a moment to think about is that in the world of fines, if you fess up on your own, if you confess, if you admit to something that has a fine attached to it, you don't have to pay the fine. So according to Rav Papa, if you admitted that you're ox did this before anybody even took you to court you admit that your ox ate other people's stuff uh, or not not so much ate let's say kicked we said kicked was something that was unusual you admit that your ox kicked before anybody accused you so according to Papa you still have to pay half you're paying half damages according to Rafuna, you just admitted so conceivably you shouldn't have to pay anymore because you've confessed to a fine